Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God. Glory be unto God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. If any one of us want to lift our voice and just begin to reverence the Lord tonight. Glory, glory. Yes, Father, Lord. we thank you, God, for tonight. Glory. We just thank you for loving us tonight. Father, as we stand forth and saturate the atmosphere on tonight. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your presence on tonight. Father, we thank you for flowing on tonight. Father, you set forth your apostolic fire. Set forth your prophetic grace. Set forth your church on tonight. Set forth your anointing on tonight. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for your precious blood. We thank you, oh God, as we stand in your presence on tonight. Father, as we speak, oh God, on the atmosphere. We pull down every stronghold and cast down every imagination that exalt itself against you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, oh God, for your precious blood on tonight. And Father, if there haven't been you on your side on tonight, Father, we ask you to strengthen us across the whole of our share. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on tonight. Thank you, Come on and tell the Lord thank you on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord how worthy he is on tonight. 
praise you, God. Come on, let's give him the worship. Because when the 
Amen. The Honorable Prophetess A.D. Jackson on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. From Words of Deliverance. Amen. Christian Center. Amen. On I from Iowa City. Amen. So we're gonna turn the platform. Amen. The pool, the pulpit over to the man of God on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Thank God for being Amen. here. Thank, thank Amen. God for being Amen. who he is because he is I am. Yes. And I thank God for that. Yes. God Amen. is good. Thank God for another Sunday. Thank God for just being in the midst because you can feel the Holy Spirit that is in the midst of us. Yes. We thank God for that. Amen. Amen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be before you long, but it is imperative that we preach and teach God's people. Yes, because right. they need they need the word of God. Now some are chosen. Many are called, but some, it's only a few of us that are chosen. And Amen. the ones that are chosen, Amen. you have to be ready at all times. You Amen. have to be ready because the enemy is walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. But what we need to do is make sure that we teach them to observe all things because the devil is there. And Jesus is also there with his spirit because his spirit overpowers the enemy. And the only way we can overpower the enemy is through God's word and with <laughs> God's spirit. Because we cannot fight this battle without the spirit of God on the inside of us. And we need to know that. And thank God that I know it. And thank God that we all know it. And I want to come to you in a way that this is a night that everyone that is under the sound of my voice needs to understand the operation of what's going on in the church world. Thank God. Now, my thing is, we're going to talk about some things, and it's imperative that we talk about it because some people don't understand the spiritual world and we need to enlighten them on what's really going on because we are fighting a war, not a physical war, but a mental war. And not only a mental war, but we fighting a war for people that are lost. And we have to study to show ourselves approved a workman needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth into the word of God. You want to turn to first Timothy the fourth chapter, and we're starting at the first verse. And it reads in the King James Version. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, we're going to start at the third verse, and I'm going to give you my text after... After the scriptures, first Timothy, the sixth chapter, starting at the third verse, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness. He is proud, knowing nothing but doubting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh Envy, strife, railing, evil, summarizing, perverse, disputing 
of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness from such which for such withdraw thyself. Acts the second chapter, starting at the 28th verse. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost have made you overseers. You, you, and you are overseers. To feed the church of God, which he have purchased with his blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock, always not sparing the flock, also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. In other words, they trying to draw disciples after them, after their name, which is denominations. I don't want to say any names, but denominations, a religious group that usually include many local churches, often larger than a sect. Now, some of these religion groups are movements off to themselves. That's why there is a denomination that divides the church. And we don't need that. We don't need any division. You have to have one mind, one faith, and one baptism. And the thing is, uh, we have to know within ourselves that we're saying the right things to the people that are listening to us. The mm -hmm. movements, we have to make sure that we're saying the correct things. Now, in the Amplified, in 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, it says, but the Holy Spirit distinctly, distinctively and expressly declares that in latter times, some will turn away from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach. Now, listen at that word deluding. A lot of preachers, not all, but a lot of preachers are deluding the word of God. You better say it. And they are seducing God's people with doctrines that demons teach. And we have to be careful of that. And when you put up a person in front of your people and they are using things that are not of God, then it's up to that pastor to let that person know that you are not teaching what God has in his word to the churches, to the churches. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from which, from him, which is and which it was and which is to come. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the anointed, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his blood, in his own blood, and have made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall well because of him. Even so, amen, I, 
am a Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, said the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come. The Almighty, the Anointed, the Messiah. I, John, was also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, who is the Al that is called Patmos. For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ, the anointed. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches, which are in Asia, unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna, and unto Pegamus, and unto Tatria, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Now, my text for tonight is be aware of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, because they're out there, and they're trying to get you, deceive you, and have you caught up in a world that you don't belong in. Amen. You do, you do not belong in that world. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven golden seven candlesticks, one like unto the son of man, clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps, pops and with a golden girdle. His head and his hair was white like wool and white as snow, and his eyes were as faint flame and fiber, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in, in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his conscience was as the sun shine up in his strength. His countenance was as the sun shine up in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at my at his feet and as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying, Unto me, fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Have the keys of hell and death. The, th the reason why we're talking about the seven churches because this is going on right now in real time. Revelations, the first chapter, 19 and 20, write these things. In Ephesus, Revelation, the second chapter, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, these things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou hast cast not, cast not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars and have borne and have patience, and for my name's sake, have labored, and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have 
somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do not and then do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove the, thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent. In other words, the light would not shine no more. But this thou has that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolonians, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. To him that overcome will I to eat, give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now the Nicolonians, Nicolaitans, whose deeds were strongly condemned, they may have been identical with those who held the doctrine of Baal, Balaam. And Balaam was a diviner. In other words, Balaam used divination, false prophecy in the churches. That's what John is talking about with the church of Ephesus. They are operating in the spirit of divination. They operate in that they may have been identical with those who practice those things. Now, the story in chapter 22 of the book of Numbers is where all this began. And every ancient reference to Balaam considered him a non-Israelite, a prophet. But we're saying he is a lion prophet. And not mm -hmm. only that he's a lion prophet, he is a false prophet and the son of Beroth. A Devon, a soothsayer, uh, operating, of course, in divination, the practice of attempting to foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by occult or supernatural means. And Balaam was paid by King Balak to curse the children of Israel. And Balaam was approached with silver and gold to curse the, uh, the children of Israel. And when Balaam took off to curse the uh, children of Israel, the Spirit of God came unto Balaam and told him that he could not do that. You, how can you curse which I have already blessed? Say that you're blessed, I'm blessed. How can someone curse you if you already blessed? And the thing happened, Balaam ignored God and he jumped on his ass and he went towards Israel to curse them. But there was an angel of the Lord in his way. And he did not see the angel at that time. But the ass that he was riding on saw the angel. And every time the ass saw the angel, the ass made a different direction away from towards Israel. So Balaam didn't know that the angel was there and wondered why the ass was always moving in a different direction. So God finally revealed the angel to Balaam. And Balaam decided that he was going to keep on going. And God told him to say what he wants him to say. So Balaam what he did, he repented of cursing the spirit of Israel. In other words, God changed his direction 
He began to speak, thus said the Lord. He became a prophet of God than rather being a prophet of Baal. So God intervened on Israel's behalf because of the damnation that, that Balaam was supposed to speak into their lives. And you have a lot of people right now today that are doing these things in real time. They're using divination, speaking bad things in people's lives in the church. And you have to be careful. That's why John had to write to these seven churches because he had to correct them and give them a space to repent and move on towards the Pentecostal movement. Now, listen. Ephesus was the divination church. Now we have the church of Smyrna, which God wrote through John, the angel of the Lord, the, unto the angel of the church in Smyrna. Smyrna, right. These things said the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulations and poverty, but thou art rich. I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried and ye shall have tribulation, tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. He that have the ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. In other words, you're going to have tribulation. The enemy is there to, to distract you and try to make you fall from grace. But That's right. you cannot let this happen just be that faithful. Hang in there. In other words, hold on. Amen. Hold Amen. on. Amen. You want you you want to fight. You want to keep the fight of faith. That's keep right. going. Yes. Don't move. Don't move. Steadfast. Stay uh -huh. there. Believe God. What did he say? Be still that I know. Be still and know that I am God. Yes. And we uh -huh. have to know that within ourselves. Although. Yes. We go through certain things. The devil buffeted us at us like he did with Peter. He decided to sift him as wheat. But God said he was going to give Peter strength. And that's yes. what we need. Not only that we need strength, God is giving us salvation with our strength. And we thank God for that. The, the, right. the Pergamos church and to the angel of the church in Pergamos write these things said he which have the sharp sword with two edges and know thy works and where thou dwellest even where Satan's seat is and thou holdest fast my name and has not denied my faith even in those mm. days wherein Antipas was my faithful murder my God. Who, who, was, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth but I have a few things against thee because mm -hmm. thou hast 
they're them that held the doctrine of Baal. Them, that's the same yes. doctrine that was happening in the, in the Ephesus church, the doctrine mm -hmm. of Baal. Now, you have the doctrine of Baal. You have this. I just want to say this. It's it, not all churches, but it's going on right now in real time in, in some churches. They are, they, they are practicing these things. Maybe, yes, they, maybe they don't maybe they don't know better, but there is no excuse when it comes to God's word right. because God's word is uncompromising. Come so on, come on. Come on. What I'm what I'm saying is is that if you're doing this and you're not aware, then you need to sit down and be taught. Yes. Mm. Come, on. And stop, come on. And, and stop Let what you're doing and stop playing church Amen. because deep these spirits are real they will creep into your life yes. and, ex and exploit your gifts yes. even even try to exploit your calling yes you're preaching right you're preaching mm -hmm. from the beginning you was preaching the word of god then all mm -hmm. of a sudden pride creeped in then when, yes. pride, when pride creeps in, guess what happens? Destruction. Destruction. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when the spirit of pride creeps in, you're lifted up. Why? Because you you're on a platform now. Yes. And you yes. and you have you have to be careful because these doctrines of demons are waiting mm -hmm. to get in and to intervene and to take over your ministry. And you're yes. thinking you and you're thinking you're still in ministry, but now. Yeah. You're operating in divination. You're soothsaying. Yes. You're doing yes. all of these things right. in the church. Yes. Come on, yes. come on, prophet. Come and on. You, and, and, you, and you are still the pastor of that church, but now you, you, you have been caught up because mm -hmm. of your pride. <laughs> and then pride, mm -hmm. once, once, once that pride comes in, that opens up a lot of doors to dynamic force, demonic yeah. forces. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when that pride comes in, then you begin, like I say, you begin practicing stuff that shouldn't be going on in the church. Yes, some people, yes. some people are burning candles in the church. My God. Yes. Some some people are using objects in the church to yes. prophesy with, or mm -hmm. to bring to bring you in captivity. Yes. When I say captivity, bring you uh -huh. into captivity. Yeah. Then also, also, you got. The necromancy spirit that deals with the spirits of the dead, in mm -hmm. which the, the, the dead know not what we are doing. They so, the essence, what I'm saying is, those are familiar spirits that, that that pretend to be dead folk that yes. you're talking about, but there mm -hmm. are not. There is not them, but there are the spirits of the familiar. Of that yeah. person. Of that person oh. that is deceased, mm -hmm. and the reason why they can do that because that same spirit followed that person all the way up until they die, so they know oh, they uh -oh. they they know how to operate as that person because they followed them look, from, look. from 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 their birth. Mm -hmm. Exposure. So you, come on, come so you have Exposure. you have to you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. When you're in ministry, because 
these demons are lurking. And once they get in and get a hold to your ministry, they can they can take over your ministry. Jesus. And you become a false prophet and don't even know it. Jesus. You know what? You know what? Because the enemy, the enemy, he slithers his way in. Oh, that's right. He slithers his way in. And once he slithered his way in, then he has you. That's mind control. Mind mm-hmm. control and witchcraft. Yes. Witchcraft has taken over your ministry. Yes. This is why John wrote to these seven churches because he wanted to warn them and not only to warn them, but also God has given them a space to repent. They repent. That's right. And if you don't repent, what? guess what's going to happen? Guess what's gonna happen if you don't repent? Well, you you're gonna continue, and after that, you're gonna fall totally mm-hmm. out from grace, Jesus. and you don't Have want mercy. that to happen. Have you mercy. do not want that to happen. Now, in that the Pythagoras church, it said, "But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them not there that." Hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, like I forestated with the Ephesus church. Taught the Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit and to commit fornication. So have thou also them that. Hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Repent. Notice he used the word repent after he tell them what's going on in that church. (laughs) So so when the prophet, when the prophet comes to your church and he sees some things, don't get upset. Repent. That's right. Repent and move on. But Come if on, you yeah. don't, there are consequences. Repent yes. or else I will come unto thee quickly. Uh-oh. You hear that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Repent yeah. or else yeah. I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the yes. sword of my mouth. Jesus. In my other God. words, I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to speak. Why? Because you didn't repent. So Ooh. now I'm using the sword of my mouth. Uh-uh. All right. That's right. The sword of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Repent or else I will come unto you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear. Notice mm-hmm. that he, he says that to every church. He that yeah. hath that ear. Let him hear what the yes. spirit said yes. unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna. In other words, what I give to eat is the revelation knowledge of God. Amen. Amen. The hidden manna. Give to eat the revelation knowledge of God. Oh, you preach your teaching now. And we'll give him a white stone and in in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth saving he that receive it. That's the only person that's going to know it. 
you and God uh-huh. is going to know that name. It's going right. to be in the stone. Yeah. It's going to be written. It's going to give you a new name. And, and, and aside from all of that, if you don't repent, watch out for that sword because that sword yeah. is coming. Right. And it's sharp. That's right. And it's sharp. It's double-edged. Mm-hmm. And it's going to pierce. It's going to pierce you. It's going to separate mm-hmm. you from the wheat and the tear. So do you want to be the tear or do you want to be the wheat? <laughs> Which one are you? Now, the, the third tier of church and unto the angel of the church in Thyatira, write these things, said the Son of God, who have his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works. And charity. Listen. Listen at this. See, listen, listen very carefully. Have that ear. Listen to what John is saying to them. The angel of the Lord is saying to them. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. And listen, he noticed their works, their charity, their service and faith and their patience. But not notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou suffered that woman, Jezebel, which, which which called herself a prophetess, yes. to teach, mm-hmm. to teach, to teach, and to seduce my servants mm-hmm. to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed oh, unto idols. Oh, yes. I, and listen what listen what the angel said, what God is saying. And I gave her space to repent of mm. her fornication, and wow. she repented not. You know why she didn't repent? Because of the pride she had. Come on. Yes. She, and she sold, she sold her life to Baal, which yeah. is the devil, sold her life to that. And she figured in her mind that God is not going to forgive me. But if he if he gave you space to repent, that lets you know that he forgives you. All you have to do is repent. What what am I saying? All you have to do is change what Come you're on. doing. Change what you're doing. If and he gave her space to repent, but she repented not. Imagine that. Now you know if he gave Jezebel a space to repent. And Judas betrayed Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. That same spirit had Judas full of pride and guilt, and he killed himself. He hung himself oh, when man. he could have. He could have repented. Jesus, because Jesus died on the cross for Judas also. Mm-hmm. But Judas felt so bad and guilty, he decided he wanted to commit suicide. Jesus. And that spirit took him there. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember the devil comes to condemn. Mm-hmm. The spirit of God, 
the spirit of God comes to convict and give mm. you a chance to repent, a chance to change what you were doing. Amen. And see, the Amen. devil, the devil don't want you to change. He want to condemn you and want you to die in your condemnation. That's it. And that's, that's why that's why some of us are lost because of guilt and pride. When you know, some of us know that you can repent and keep it moving. Because the yeah. Bible says, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. Why? That's right. Because the Lord upholds him mm-hmm. in his hand. Mm-hmm. But you, if you don't know, the Bible, like the Bible said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And we need, we need to know him. We need to know him. How can mm-hmm. you know him except his word? That's how you know him. Because his word mm-hmm. is who he is. Right, right. And the more word that you have, the more that you can mirror God, because he's looking at his word. He's looking for his word in you. And if he can see his word in you and see that you are moving and operating through his word, he sees that. Yeah. And when you fall, repent, get up and keep it moving. Don't waddle. The, the enemy wants you to waddle to get you caught up in, in that earthly stuff, that worldly stuff. What you done did, what you have done, that's what he want to keep bringing in your face. He wants to bring that in your face to make you feel guilty. But I say repent. Just like John the Baptist, that was his message throughout his whole ministry. Repent and be baptized. That was his message. And he was the forerunner of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So what am I saying? Listen, behold, acknowledge, and know what God is saying to you and what God is doing for you. Mm-hmm. Because you you are a blessed nation. Yeah, yeah. And the devil, the devil wants to try and reverse that and turn it into a curse. But we curse that right now. Every divination spirit, every soothsayer. We curse him mm-hmm. to the root. They right. do not have any authority mm-hmm. over Jesus. us. They, do, on, they don't have on. they don't have mm-hmm. any authority. So mm-hmm. if someone mm-hmm. is speaking divination into your life, you don't have to accept it. Why? Right. Because it didn't come from God. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is a false prophet. He's foretelling some yeah. stuff that's not even gonna happen. But if you receive it, then, yeah, it's going to get into your subconscious mind. And then once it gets there, then it's going to try to manifest. But you, if you listen to the sociologists of this world, that, that, that they, they, they uh, study society, right? And the sociologists, they say that, they, that you have a self-fulfilling prophecy, which is... In reality, the spirit of divination. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you, when, some, when someone is trying to speak some self-fulfilling prophecy on you, 
that is just in the raw divination. That's all that is. And see, we can curse them things. We we can we can catch it in the air like a scud missile. When you see it coming, you can destroy it before it reaches you. Because we are in a battle. We are in a spiritual warfare. So when you have intercessors that's praying, they in 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 the uh, army sense, they mm-hmm. are that they are that scud missile. That is mm. shooting down everything that the devil is trying to throw at you. Oh wow! Yeah. That's why we have. That's, that's why we have. That's why we have intercessors. Yeah. To pray to pray down the kingdom of darkness, uh-huh. and to pr- and to pray up the kingdom of light, which is the kingdom of God. So we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And they are there. Whether you want to believe that or not, they Mm -hmm. are there. And if you in denial, then that is a dangerous thing to be in denial and saying that there is no devil. He is out there. And we have to have keen discernment. In other words, acute judgment on what's going on. And we can have that acute judgment without God's word. Because God's word is going to reveal everything to you about the enemy. So when he comes in and tries to wreak havoc in your life, the word of God is going to bring you up and bring you out. Because you know the word. and You stand on it. Because what? Faith cometh by hearing. Mm-hmm. And hearing is by what? The, the word, word of God. Yes. If we don't have the word of God in our life, what's going to happen? You are open game to the enemy. You are open game until God give you a mind to want to accept salvation. And after you accept salvation, guess what? He's going to strengthen you. He's going to keep you and he's going to give you the tools that you need to move on with his purpose. Now, we have the Sinus Church. The Sinus uh-huh. Church. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write these things. Said he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know thy works. That thou hast a name that thou livest. And are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. You hear me? Amen. You say, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard. And hold fast mm-hmm. and repent. There's that word again. Mm-hmm. Repent. Repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come unto thee as a thief, and thou mm-hmm. shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Mm-hmm. In other words, be ready at all times. Thou hast a few names even in Sardis. Sardis 
which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Yes. Hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. Now, here's the thing. There is a reason why that God had John to write these things down and have the angels to talk to these churches because he doesn't want to destroy you. He wants to give you a space to repent. Yeah. If, if you are a witch, you have space a space to repent. If you Amen. are a warlock, you have space to repent. God loves us. He loves us so much. What did he do? He gave his only begotten son. That's the purpose of us receiving salvation. And that is the purpose of us to have a space to repent because of what Jesus did. Now, if Jesus has not died on the cross, what would this world be? Would they still be burnt offerings? Would they still be sacrificing lambs? Would they still be praying to God and hoping that that they make it in? But we have a lamb that has been sent and been slaughtered for us. So there's yes. no there's no more lambs putting on the altar. We don't need that anymore. And a lot of people are still practicing some of those things when they don't have to. And going to the priest, you don't have to have the high priest anymore. Why? Because Jesus is our high priest. He's our high priest. We don't have to go to a high priest in the secular world anymore. Jesus is the liaison between God and man. So in other words, we go to Jesus and Jesus go to the Father. He's pleading our case for us. Remember, I died on the cross for them. This is what Jesus is saying to God, to his Father. I died on the cross. I sacrificed my life and you gave me to them. You gave them, you know what I mean? You gave Amen. me to them. And I died for them. So what am I saying? You don't have to feel guilty. Just repent. Repent and be converted. That your sins may be blotted out. That God can help you once you repent. But if you don't repent, how can you get help? You cannot get help without repent without making that change. You have to make that change in order for God to help you. And when He helps yes. you, when after you repent, you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You be baptized, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and 
before Christ ascended to heaven, the baptism was the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. But then when he ascended, after the day of Pentecost, Peter said that you are baptized in Jesus' name. Why? Because he had ascended back to heaven. So now we can baptize in Jesus' name. But when Amen. Jesus was upon the earth, you baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Why? Why? Because Jesus, Jesus was here. But when he ascended, now you baptize in Jesus' name, which is a good thing because when you do everything in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. it's, it's written in stone. Why? Because he died for all of us. Not only that, he took the stain from death. All power was, all power was given unto him. And Jesus Christ himself is the only one that can destroy death. Yes. We can re we can rebuke death, but Jesus is the only one that can destroy death because he has that power to do so. He took the stain from death. When he took that stain, he can destroy death at any time. Mm -hmm. That's why some people were being raised from the dead because of the gift and the anointing that they had on their life to pray dead folk back to life. Because Jesus can destroy death anytime you feel like it. Because he is the one that has the power to do so. Now, God is good. And the thing is, is that what we need to remember in this message is to be aware of seducing spirits. Mm -hmm. Now, see, when, right. when you're being seduced, it's, it's a subtle, it's a subtle things that happens. The devil don't just say, I'm going to seduce you, but he's going to seduce you in a way that you can't see that he's, that you're being seduced. Mm -hmm. And once, yes. once you're being seduced and then you give in to that seduction, Seduction. You become part of whatever that spirit is seducing you of. So be careful when you up and you preaching and you teaching. Be careful of the enemy because he can try to exploit your ministry. Mm -hmm. and this is what yeah, John. Sir. This is what John is saying to these churches. And he said, he that have an ear, let him hear what the spirit of, of the saying, Lord right. mm -hmm. is saying to the church. You, you have to have an ear to hear. Now, if God reveal what's going on in your church, uh -huh. Come there's on. only two things you can do. The first one, you can repent. Or the second one, you can be like Jezebel and repent not. <laughs> My God. But but there are consequences when you don't repent because the enemy will still have that open door to do whatever you want with you mm -hmm. because you didn't you didn't want to change. In other words, you want to continue to work for the enemy. Why? Because you have let the spirit of greed 
and filthy lucre Come on. And, pride, and pride take over your ministry. Hmm. Listen, Paul, when he talked to Timothy, he was teaching him how to be a pastor. And he told Timothy to be not be given into filthy lucre. Mm -hmm. Right? He told him also to charge them that are rich in this world that they be mm -hmm. not high-minded. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. But but then he also said that God give us richly all things to enjoy. You can enjoy the things of this life, but don't let the enemy exploit and pervert it. Right. Because because yeah. that that's the thing the enemy is full of perversion. Mm -hmm. And he what 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 is he using? Guess what he's using? Money, mm -hmm. sex, money, yeah. sex, and false prophecy. And he get these false prophets in your church that's coming in, prophet sighing not the truth, right? Now yeah. Here's the thing. If anybody, this is just me, if anybody prophesied to me and, and don't have the word of God behind it, I don't have to accept that prophecy. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Because the word of God is prophecy, right? So if a prophet is prophesying to you, that prophet has to have the word is saying to you, in that prophecy, he has to have a word to bag it up. Now that's that's the office of a prophet. And what happened with with David when the prophet came in and told him the parable, and uh, David said, "Who is this man?" He was upset, right? And and the prophet said, "You you are that man. You're that man." And David, instead of him repenting, he got got her pregnant, right? And he prayed to God that he wanted to keep the baby, right? He wanted to keep the baby. So the baby was conceived in sin, and David wanted to keep the baby. So David went on the fast, got on his face because he wanted that baby so bad, right? But God... God didn't allow the baby to come into fruition. It died. And David got up and one of his servants said, why did you get up? Well, why should I still pray? The baby is dead. So what am I saying? That which was impregnated was destroyed. But guess what happened after that? Solomon was born. God blessed Solomon with wisdom. But David had cleaned himself up. Then he repented when he said, have mercy upon me, O God. The tender mercies and Psalms 51. You know the story. And he repented. And God blessed him with Solomon. But prior to that, David did not repent. But he thought that he could fast and pray and see, when you doing stuff, you be praying a myth. That's why when some people be praying and wonder why God ain't moving, 
think to yourself, did you make any changes in your life before you began to fast and pray? Or are you still doing the same thing that is forbidden with God? That's why he was telling these churches, I have all against you. Repent. In other words, I'm giving you a space to repent. I'm telling you what you're doing wrong. But if you continue to do that which is wrong, then what is it for God to do for you? There's nothing he can do for you because you have not repented. You have not changed your ways. In other words, you are continually doing your divination. You are continually being a witch, a warlock, and the devil is using you and he does not care about you. You are allowing him to do it. So what are you trying to do? You're trying to make sure that you're walking in the office or the purpose of what God has called you. Even a lay member, a person that is not chosen to do the work, quote unquote, but you are you still have you still have a purpose as a lay member. Many are mm -hmm. called, yes. Many are called, yes. But there are only a few that are chosen. And the chosen ones, you have to walk circumspect. You have to be careful because you are on a platform that everyone is watching you. And some preachers have been taken down or they resigned from being a pastor or resigned in the ministry altogether because the enemy has exploited you and made you look ashamed. And see, you can't lock or the, the, the spirits up because they are spirits. What you have to do is bind them. In order for you to bind them, Amen. You, have, Amen. You, have to, you, you have to find out who that strong man is. Because if you don't find out who that strong man is, then he's going to still have soldiers under him. So the Bible yes. says, how can you take over a man's house except you bind the strong man? That's it. So, yeah. so you need you need to find out who that strong man is. In other words, find out who that master spirit is that is operating and have his soldiers doing his dirty work. If you can mm -hmm. chop off that head, mm -hmm. the tail is gonna follow. The tail is gonna follow. That's right. So, That's so right. what are you saying, preacher? What I'm saying is whatever spirit is operating against you. That is a master spirit that's, that's coaching them to do the things that they're doing. That's why you have generals. You have generals. You have sergeants in the army. Physically, you have a general. And they have to listen to what the general is saying and take orders to what the general tells you to do. That's the master spirit. It's the same concept in the spirit world. You have master demons, right? That's working and operating. 
And then you have those soldiers that are carrying out the assignment, which in the in the in the real world, in the secular world, you have the army, the general, the general is giving you an assignment to do. And what you're doing, you are studying the enemy. Now we have to study the enemy just like the enemy studies us. The Bible says you have to know your adversary. You have to know. You have people in your church that's trying to divide your church, spirit and division, the same spirit that was in heaven when the devil thought he could overthrow heaven. Mm. Now, now if he knew if he knew the future, I don't think he would have tried to overthrow heaven. He wouldn't have tried that because he knew in the future that it wouldn't happen, so why do it? See, the enemy doesn't know the future, but he wants to use divination to foretell. That's right. Mm-hmm. The future. In other words, he wants you to see what he wants you to see. That's why the battle is on the inside of our mind. He sent pictures. He sent stories or he sent visions. He sent all of that in your mind and see our eyes. Mm -hmm. That's right. Our our eyes are like a camera Mm -hmm. in the spirit. We can see these things, right? And the enemy, once you see these things, right? He wants it to get down on the inside of your subconscious mind. And once it get there, and once it get there, that's when the manifestation takes manifestation takes place. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what you do is cast down every imagination that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. There you go. Why? Why? We have to do that. If you don't cast them down. Once it get into your subconscious, then now they're strongholds. All right, um, uh, Prophet, Prophet Jackson, there's a sound that's coming, might, might be coming from your headphones, so you might have to adjust it, sir. Okay, but that yes, that, that is a stronghold Amen. when it gets to when it gets to your subconscious mind, that creates a stronghold. Now you need deliverance. Yes. And that's when the deliverance come in at because of those pictures that was painted. Say that. Mm-hmm. And those things that, that's that's going on in your mind, the, the fiery dots of the wicked. All mm-hmm. of that stuff is going on in your mind. Now, here's the thing though. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee, right? Now, when Jesus was sent up into the high place by the Holy Spirit to be tempted of the devil. Now, he came at him with all of these things, right? Jesus resisted him. And the things that he offered him, Jesus was already the ruler of. Now, how are you going to sell me something that's already mine? That's like me breaking into your house and I steal all your electronics, your stereo equipment. Then a week later, I come back to the same house, knock on your door, and try to sell the stuff back to you, which is already yours. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's how the enemy is. He doesn't, he doesn't have, he doesn't own anything, but he tries to exploit everything. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to remember. 
-hmm. He doesn't own nothing, but he tries to exploit like the music industry, all of that. Whatever's going on in this world, he is the God of this world, the Prince of Darkness. And he yeah. exploits everything that's in this world yes. to his advantage. And his 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 goal is to is to capture or conquer every soul that's on this earth. And that's why we have that's why we have angels to fight on our behalf. And that's why we have the Holy Spirit to give us references of what God has said to us down through the years. Like when you're going through something, the Holy Spirit would bring a scripture to help you, to help you get through your situation. Now, I'm going to turn it back into the hands of the apostle and to the host of the ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast. And thank God for his message. And remember... Be aware of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just give a, a little a worship, a little bit of worship. Amen. We're getting ready Thank to you, close Jesus. out yes, on Lord. this thing. Amen. We're getting Hallelujah, ready to close Jesus. out on this thing. Hallelujah. I want to bless the yes, Lord. Amen. How Thank many you, say Jesus. he said, let it rain? He said, open the mm. floodgates of heaven. He said, let it rain. Amen. And, and this is where we end this season that he is declaring and decree that he say, open the floodgates of heaven. Amen. I want God to open up the floodgates of healing, open up the floodgates of deliverance, Amen. open the floodgates of manifestation, yes. open the floodgates, oh God, open up new opportunities, opening yes, up the Lord. floodgates. Amen. That his presence begin to manifest in here. Open mm. up the floodgates, amen, that Jesus. will be able to move you on, yes, prepare, yes, open Lord. up those floodgates, my yes, God Jesus. from heaven. Yes, we want us to open yes, up the floodgates, amen, and begin mm -hmm. to move to reign in his yes, presence on tonight. Yes, and Father, Jesus. as we stand, mm. he said, Thank open the floodgates yes, of heaven, my God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, come on and bless the Lord on tonight. We get ready to come out of here on tonight, my God. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain, let it rain, Rabashokora Babashia, open up the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, my God, hallelujah, let it rain. My God, hallelujah. And open the 
open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, oh God, on tonight as we get ready to in, enter into, amen, exit out of this service on tonight. Father, begin to strengthen each and every one of us, amen, that is in this room. Father, oh God, revitalize the speaker on tonight. Restore the virtue of God in the name of Jesus. Father, we recover the free, oh God, as we get ready to exit out of this place, oh God, that you begin to move in the realm of the spirit. Father, begin to strengthen them, oh God, in this season. Father, oh God, you begin to do what you said you're going to do. And Father, oh God, we stand in your presence on tonight. And Father, as we begin to leave, oh God, in this season, we begin to leave the edifice, oh God. Father, however, under the direction of the Holy Ghost, uh, that God has sent to send us into 2022, we thank you, oh God. Oh God, hallelujah. We speak forth the manifestation. We speak forth the healing. We speak forth deliverance. We speak forth of breakthrough. We speak of the breaking of the bondage. We speak it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you, God. Father, we thank you, oh God, as we get ready to leave out of this place on tonight. Father, oh God, strengthen each and every one of us. And Father, oh God, as we send amen to the next day, oh God, send forth your ministering angels, oh God. Send forth even the visitation of the Holy Spirit on tonight as we get ready to leave out of this place. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. Open the floodgates. Break down your anointing. Break down your anointing. Break down your anointing. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. I want to bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. As we get ready to leave out of this place on tonight. Hallelujah. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest and abide in this kingdom forevermore. Meet us next time. Amen. In the sanctuary. Amen. On Sunday night raw. Amen. God bless you and good night. Amen. God bless everybody. God bless you. Amen. God bless. Hallelujah.